Think about a time when you visited a local museum, art gallery, library or heritage place. Did you ever wonder what the curator would choose as their favourite item? Would it be a photograph, a letter, a piece of art, a book or an object? Welcome to My Favourite Item, Unravelling Brisbane's History Piece by Piece, a podcast brought to you by Brisbane's Living Heritage Network. In each episode, join me as I step inside a different Brisbane-based heritage place or museum to learn more about this city's rich and unique history, as I ask each guest to choose just one item that shares a story about Brisbane that they love. joined by Claire Lees who is the president of the Diamantina Healthcare Museum which you can find at the Princess Alexandra Hospital. Hi Claire, thanks for joining us. Hi Kirsten, thank you for having me. Before we begin to uncover your favourite item, can you tell us a little bit about this beautiful cottage we're sitting in? It was actually built for Frederick Subwasser. He and his brother came from Bavaria in Germany, travelled up north, he became sick went to Charters Towers, met Dr O'Hare, who offered him a position as head wardsman at Charters Towers Hospital and looking after the operating equipment. While he was there, Frederick went to the medical hall and became a dispenser, or um, pharmacy as it is nowadays. When the Diamantina Hospital for Chronic Diseases opened, um, they thought of asking um, Frederick to come here because he was such a bright man and apparently he did a fabulous job. He was appointed dispenser and head wardsman. He was engaged to Jeannie Harrison, wanted to get married of course, and Florence Chatfield, who was the matron of the Diamantina, asked if this house could be built for him and um, his pay was increased to £120 a year. The house was built in 1909. It has had extensions to it since then, but um, the original is still in the middle. I think the extension started after Frederick had died and the house became used for other things. When did this museum open? Oh, we didn't open until the 4th of August 2004. Before that it was a development centre Um, home dialysis unit, it was an archives storage here and for many years after Frederick died he became a grace and favour home for uh, registrars and Dr Keith Hirschfeld, one of our committee members, he and his wife lived here and they actually had their first child while they were living here and Keith actually wrote a page in our history book and apparently it was really lovely living here and his wife said they had a fabulous time here. We are actually sitting in front of your favourite item and it covers almost the entire wall of the middle of the cottage. Can you describe to our listeners what we're looking at? Yes, it's an eight foot by four foot bark realism of um, the Last Supper, the Lord's Last Supper. And it was made by John Kemp. 
John was born to John Christian Eric Elson Kemp and his wife Frida on the 16th of March 1919. Originally he attended a boys school and when he left he started to do designs, fashion designs, and then he joined the army deciding to follow in his dad's footsteps and actually went the Royal Scots Brigade and actually went to India and Africa. When he came back, he went to local dances and met Lil, who he fell in love with and married and they had children. And they decided that they'd like a new start. So at that time, they were sort of advertising, come here if you passed everything for 10 pound. So John and Lil, and at the time they had four children, they came to Brisbane and John made arrangements to go and work on different places in, out in the bush and in the opal fields. While he was at Charleville, he saw an Aboriginal lady doing some bark painting and became absolutely fascinated with that art form. I should have said earlier, as he was travelling around, he often did paintings. So oil or watercolour? Both, yeah. yeah. And his daughter feels that if you went out west, you'd probably still see some of his original paintings. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So how did he create these bark realism works? Well, first of all, he used to prepare the board with banana leaves and it would spend him hours just preparing it. Then he'd get the bark and put it in different shades and put his design together. It would often take hours to do it. And um, when it was finished, he would cover it with glazing. So how long did this particular reproduction of The Last Supper take him, do you know? It took John 400 hours to complete and John's grandson Craig, his eldest daughter's son, who was about six or eight years old at the time, said that he remembers his grandfather saying the hands were the most difficult part to do. And with his artwork, John was very, very meticulous with what he did. John preferred to walk around looking for the different colour bark, um, mainly in the Wynnum area when the family moved to Wynnum and they'd look for, he'd look for all the different colours. His wife Leo said often they would spend hours so it took him 400 hours to complete this and it's, oh, it's just so beautiful. Because when you look at it as we are now, you can see the tiny glasses of wine, the tiny yeah. pieces of bread. You can see those hands that his grandson said were so hard. Yeah. It is incredibly detailed, considering that it was using different shades and different colours of paper bark from yeah. the paper bark tree. It's yeah. quite an amazing work. Why did John decide to create this? Well, his wife, Lil, was in hospital, she had cancer and at the PA hospital she had treatment and he loved her so much that he decided that he would make a bark realism to thank the doctors and nurses for looking after her. And the new chapel had just been built and he decided that he would make the Last Supper 
to go into the new chapel. Now, being somebody that worked at the PA hospital, which is why you've ended up back here, do you remember the artwork when you were working here? It was in the chapel and it sort of blended in beautifully with the rest of the chapel and it was behind the altar. So if you went in for any service or function or anything, you know, you'd sit, the pews would be facing it and you'd be looking at it. And it was just so beautiful. Um, When the new PA hospital was built, they had to demolish the chapel to make room for the new design. And some of the pews, the altar, um, the font, the um, Last Supper was put into a demountable classroom because by then we'd stopped teaching nurses in hospital. Unfortunately, they put it right next to the psychiatric unit and one of the patients burnt it. Um, After that, it was quickly moved and put in a safe place. And sadly, John had died by then. And a Bach artist came and restored it. He did a fabulous work actually restoring it, but Whereas John would use the different colour barks, this artist did paint some of it. So it's a little bit brighter. John, as I said, he used to blend in the colours beautifully. And to make sure there weren't any disasters in future, a frame was put round it and a perspex cover to keep it safe. We now know so much about this piece of artwork, why he painted it and its history. So why is it your favourite item? Why did you choose it for this podcast? I think because it's so beautiful and a lot of people come in to see it and it's different. I mean, hospitals, they're not just doctors, they're just not just nurses, they're not just equipment, they're everybody. And, and as I said, a lot of people come in and they're just fascinated with it. Yeah. It's like we are. We yeah. just love it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely takes pride and place in this oh, museum. Oh, it certainly does, yeah. The purpose behind this podcast is twofold. It helps us learn about our city's rich history through the items our heritage places and museums hold. And it also allows us to meet people like you, Claire, who are passionate about their collections. So what does this item reveal? It reveals the immense talent held by its residents. It reveals the generosity of its people. It reveals how the things and places we love can find a new home shared with new audiences. Thank you for listening to My Favourite Item, Unravelling Brisbane's History Piece by Piece. And thank you so much for your time, Claire. We hope you enjoyed discovering more about Claire's favourite item. If you would like to view this item in person, or see the many other items that make up their unique collection. Claire, when are you open? We open Wednesdays, 11 till 2.30, Sunday, 12 till 2, and any other time, we're quite happy to open up if somebody's coming. The museum's at the PA Hospital, Mm. and public transport is the best way to get here. You can find out more about the organisation that I'm part of by visiting our website, which is found at blhn.org. If you like this podcast or you know something about this item, maybe you got married or were baptised in the chapel in one of the special events 
that Claire spoke about, or maybe you own a piece of John Kemp artwork. Think about leaving a comment, subscribing or sharing this podcast on your social media platforms, as history is something that's built through the numerous memories that we share. What will be the next favourite item? Tune in to the next episode to find out.